So paying taxes might be a stretch, but it is a bit of a patriotic duty. But Lauren, I know that you talk to people every day about, yes, we want to play by the rules. We want to follow the law, but we don't want you as the families of Merkel Retirement Planning to pay any more in taxes than you have to. We have to pay our taxes. There's no doubt because we all use the roads. We all use everything that the tax is going to. That, that's a great Welcome to Retiring Today, the podcast that guides you to and through retirement. Now, you've heard us use the word Roth, 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 Roth several times. And the Roth conversion is a powerful tool for pre-retirees and retirees. And we've put out a lot of information and education on that. So you can check out a podcast that we've done on that. We've also, if you go to our YouTube channel, Merkel Retirement Planning, you can see a whole television show that we did on the Roth conversion. Today's episode though of Retiring Today is about the Roth IRA. It can also be a powerful part of your retirement plan. But first, the 4th of July is almost upon us. So we want to take a quick minute to talk to everybody in the room about their plans for the 4th of July. Rochelle Smith, producer of Retiring Today. What are you going to be doing this weekend? Uh, I don't think that fireworks are even going on in our area. Because of COVID, I don't think they're doing any celebrations this year, so I don't know what I'm doing. A few sparklers in the backyard, maybe, maybe with Clarence? Maybe. All right, wave them around. Uh, listen to the fireworks that my neighbors decided to set off <laughs> illegally. That's, that's <laughs> Who knows? The There's going to be some fireworks. <laughs> Hope it's they don't be do it all too individual late. houses. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Lake Ponderosa, they're still doing their fireworks over the lake. So that's where we're going to go view them. And that's the lovely voice of Anna Marie Morrow, director of Medicare here at Merkel Retirement Planning. And Anna Marie, I know the 4th of July for you is the holiday. You um, have a strong ties to patriotism in the U.S. Your father spent, was it 40, 25 years in the Air Force? Both of your brothers Mm -hmm. served. So we could spend literally a whole podcast talking about your relationship to patriotism in the the U.S. But give us a kind of a little. We probably should. Uh, it's, her story is that, amazing. That be next week. She spent time in, in Egypt growing up and in Germany and has really, really interesting and amazing stories that. Speak that seven languages? Two or seven. Seven, two. seven sounded good. Two's amazing I, as well. Actually, I only know seven words in the other language, so. Stay, you stay on Medicare. your mic. Yeah, I speak Medicare. I speak Medicare. There you go. Stay on it. Um, so. Anne-Marie, what will you be doing for the 4th of July? Yeah, so fireworks. Uh, so Lake Ponderosa. <laughs> what is so funny? <laughs> People with the headphones on. I was expecting <laughs> I was exhaling. Was was I was exhaling. <laughs> Just do it. <sighs> 4th of July. So uh, Lake Ponderosa, my in-laws have a place there, and they're still. we got noticed that they're still doing the fireworks show. So. I bet you were thrilled about that. Oh, yes, very excited. But I like to keep it... I like to do it with just my immediate family, just quiet on a boat or the dock, just sitting there, because as soon as those fireworks start going, it just reminds me of what a great country we live in. So it's a very spiritual experience for me. I don't think Lauren could top that. Lauren, we still be working on your home renovations on the 4th of July? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going up north. I'm going to northern Minnesota. Fishing. Doing, well, kids will be doing some fishing. I might do a little fishing this year. I got this. I got this bait. This uh, what do they call those things? Tackle. 
Tackle. Fishing pole. <laughs> lure. Got a lure. <laughs> wow, he's a wow. real fisherman, folks. <laughs> this is a pro we're talking to here. No, I got this lure that it, uh, it, it goes all by itself. So it has an internal battery. And you put it in the water, and as soon as it senses water, then it just takes off. And then it swims around like a real fish. And it's connected awesome. to a fishing pole? Oh, yeah. Connected to a line. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try that guy. You, what you do is you put it on a bobber. And so the bobber's up at the surface, and then the fish is just swimming underneath like a real fish. This seems like lazy fishing. Does it really? Yeah, that's right. You sit there in the dock, drink a beer, <laughs> wait for the bobber to go under. Does Jace, it go get that. <laughs> Daddy's thirsty. Go get that, James. <laughs> <Switch up. laughs> Does it reel itself in as well? No, but it should. <laughs> yeah. That's what the kids are for. So not so much fishing, maybe a little bit of that, but uh, boating primarily. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Molly, what are you doing? I don't know. We will be coming off of a fishing trip to Minnesota where I will fish, you know, the real way. <laughs> like a worm that I'll put on a hook I can send or a leech. I can send you a lure. It's pretty cool. No, I prefer to catch it the real way. Was this lure on a Facebook ad by any chance? Yes. For $49.99? <laughs> Just like that laser pointer. <laughs> that laser. We know how that worked out for you. Well, except for the lure, it really works. I've used it. You've tested I've it out. I've already used it. Oh, good. I'm oh, glad yeah. it wasn't a scam. Swims like a fish. So as we think about the 4th of July, of course, a patriotic holiday, Paying taxes. I suppose on some levels, paying taxes is kind of our patriotic duty. And of course, when we talk to families here at Merkel Retirement Planning, we, we play by the rules. You, we all have to pay taxes. You're subject to taxes, even in retirement. But Lauren, something that I know you're very passionate about is being efficient with that tax paying and making sure that people understand all the options. Paying taxes is just not an annual thing. Well, it is literally. But when you plan a five or 10 year or 30 year tax planning strategy can really be advantageous to families. Yeah, we pay so many taxes. If you think about all the different taxes that we do pay, and now you've you've worked all these years, you saved all of this money, but you still have this big tax bill that's looming because the majority of your retirement savings is is in an account that you've never paid taxes on. And and the Roth IRA is such a powerful strategy from a tax perspective. The problem is is that the Roth IRA has only been around since 1997. So it's been a very big challenge for today's retirees and pre-retirees to accumulate any meaningful wealth underneath the Roth because it just hasn't been around that long. And the contributory limits have been relatively low. In 1997, when it started, the, the maximum you could contribute is $2,000 a year, right? So it's just been a challenge. And this is what makes the Roth conversions such a good strategy because the Roth conversions is basically taking a piece of that pre-tax money paying tax on it in the year you convert. And then once it's underneath the Roth IRA, it grows tax-free forever. And then that type of strategy can have an implication, a positive implication on so many different areas of your retirement plan, from the healthcare to the investments, uh, clearly from a tax planning standpoint, long-term care, all, it, it can have a good impact on all these other different factors. So now it's a matter of, is a Roth conversion right for you? When is the Roth conversion right for you? How much of a Roth conversion do you do? And then really to see the, in a visual way, the positive impact it can have on your entire retirement experience. Okay. So somebody who's listening, who maybe hasn't taken advantage of the Roth IRA, but they're nearing retirement. Is it too late to be looking at the strategy for them? 
not necessarily. In fact, a lot of times for many people, it's the first calendar year after you retire, which becomes a very attractive time frame to start conversions. Now, that being said, with taxes on sale right now and with that window closing, because tax rates most people think are going to go up, whether it's in 2026 when it, they're scheduled to go up or they go up uh, earlier than that, tax rates are going to go up to pay for the debt that we have, the increasing, steadily increasing debt that we have. So now while taxes are on sale, it may be more advantageous to not wait until that first calendar year after you retire. Maybe you want to start them in advance, but that's where the planning comes into play. That's where the future or the analysis of your future tax brackets really makes sense to see if you do nothing, here's what you're going to be paying down the road. If you incorporate planning right now, this is what you would pay now. And it's that cost benefit analysis that really helps people make that decision on the timing. And is this something you can just do once a year, once a year several times a year? What's What are the limits? You can do it as many times as you want to throughout the course of the year. The key is, though, is once you do it, it's irreversible. So that was a law change that took place, I think it was uh, last year or the year before. Once you, once you make that conversion, you can no longer, you can no longer undo it. So you can do it many times. Uh, and sometimes a strategy is, especially when the market's down, is we'll do, so let's say we've, we've allocated for a, a family that we work with that they can do $30,000 Roth conversion. When the market's down, maybe we'll do 15000 and then we'll wait to see what it, what it looks like for the rest of the year from a market perspective and try to time the, the remaining 15000 at a different time. So there's, there's different strategies around that as well. Yeah, and maybe this is obvious to most people, but it isn't to me, so I'll ask. What are you converting the money into? Is there a lot of options inside of the conversion? There's a couple different ways we can do that conversion. So let's say let's say underneath the pre-tax IRA, you own XYZ stock. We can take that 100 shares of XYZ stock that you own underneath the pre-tax IRA and just shift it over to the Roth. Then once it's in the Roth, you still own the exact same shares of XYZ stock at the exact same price that it was. But now when XYZ stock goes up, you get that growth tax-free. If it goes down, obviously you, you get the depreciation. But when it goes up, you get it tax-free. Or when you do the conversion, you can sell XYZ stock and then you can just move the cash over to the Roth, and then you can buy whatever you want to underneath the Roth IRA. So from an investment vehicle standpoint, you have all the same options that you have underneath the pre-tax IRA. Is it hard to mentally get over the paying pay taxes now when really what you've been doing with your CPA all during the working years is trying to pay the least amount of taxes you can each year? It can be. I mean, it's definitely a mindset shift because all these years we've been taught defer taxes, delay, delay, delay. Let's not pay taxes on this money until we absolutely have to. Now, in the 80s, that may have been a good mindset. That may have been a good strategy because the top marginal tax bracket in the 80s was 70%. So if you were in that bracket, you have a choice. Do you want to pay taxes on this money at 70% or do you want to delay to a to a, a time down the road? That strategy worked really well. In today's tax environment, the top marginal tax bracket is 37%. So that worked really well, right? You didn't pay taxes at 70, you paying taxes at 37. And of course, if you're in a lower bracket, then those numbers are a little bit different as well. So it is a mindset change where does it make sense to pay taxes on this money now to not pay taxes on it down the road or do we want to continue to delay? And that's where the power of the plan really comes into place because it can show you in a really easy, concise, visual way what that would look like if you pay taxes now versus later. 
And how do you pay the taxes? Do you find that the families that decide to do this have the $30,000 that they have in savings or there's some other strategies to help them kind of make the conversion? There, there's uh, many of our families that do have the savings. And it's, I tell, I tell you, it's an excellent way to use cash right now because cash is not making them anything in the bank. So if you have cash, let's buy out the IRS with that cash. Uh, it's a great way to use it. Pay the taxes now, never pay them again. Uh, also, many of our families, they don't have that cash sitting around, so they can pay the taxes from the converted amount. So going back to that example, let's say we have $30,000 allocated towards a conversion. Uh, we want to withhold 10% for the federal taxes, and we want to withhold 5% for the state taxes. So we'll, we'll withhold that money, send it to the IRS, send it to the state, and then the remaining balance will go to the Roth. So we can pay the taxes one of those two ways. So Lauren, the real power of this Roth conversion comes when you hit that exciting time called retirement and you need retirement income and you get to use the money tax-free. That's right. When, when you're in retirement and now you have tax diversification because you've engaged in this tax planning along the way, now you can choose strategically, do I take money from my Roth while I'm receiving Social Security, while I'm taking money from my pre-tax accounts, right? So now you can take a mixture of which Roth, which can have a really impactful effect on how much tax you pay because the money you take from your Roth is tax-free. So it can decrease the overall tax brackets that you're in, which means it can decrease the level of tax that you pay on your Social Security. In fact, the way Social Security tax is set up, it can effectively, for many people, eliminate paying taxes on Social Security altogether, federal taxes. Um, and it can decrease the amount of taxes that you withdraw, whether you're mandated to withdraw or you need to withdraw from an income standpoint, from a lifestyle standpoint, the taxes that you pay on the pre-tax IRA. So if people get to retirement and they have the bulk of that retirement savings in something like a 401k and they haven't done the conversions, do you find that a lot of times they do get hit with a big tax surprise? Yeah, they certainly can. And usually when this tax surprise happens is is when they're mandated to start taking distribution. So now it's at age 72 because... When, once they turn 72, now they're mandated to take this money out. They have to pay taxes at their ordinary income tax bracket. They're already taking their Social Security. If they have a pension, they're already taking their pension. Those sources are all taxed at ordinary income tax breaks, and they can't change it. That is permanent income for as long as they're alive, which, by the way, is a good thing, right? They appreciate that income. That's good. That's a good, stable base of income that they can depend on. But from a tax bill standpoint, what it does is it really limits their control over what they pay in taxes. Because they have no control over that income, it's going to continue to come in uh, or, or continue to come to them. Where the Roth can help is that is income that they are not going to be taxed on. So it, the more money that they have underneath the Roth, the less money they're mandated to take out at the age of 72, which means the less tax that they are going to be mandated to pay on all these other taxable sources of income. Do you have to start taking money out of a Roth at 72? No. You can, it can sit there forever. It can, it can be part there, of your legacy plan. It can sit there indefinitely. Uh, as a part of the legacy plan, when they pass and it tr transitions to their kids or their beneficiaries, now the kids or the beneficiaries have to start taking, dis or the, basically that money has to be out of the Roth within 10 years. So when the kids receive it, they have to take it out within a 10-year period of time. But as long as they're alive, it's their Roth IRA, they can allow it to sit in there indefinitely. And talking about the power of compounding, the power of compounding interest that's tax-free is even that much better. 
So director of Medicare, Anne-Marie Morrow, is with us. And Roth Conversions and Healthcare, Anne-Marie, they have some real powerful connections. But there's also some stuff that you want to make sure people understand if they're thinking about implementing this strategy. Absolutely. So I love having a healthcare part of the conversation for Roth Conversions because it's just a simple illustration to show how all of these components work together and affect one another. You know, when you hear Roth conversions, you don't think that you have to consider health care or long-term care as a part of the equation, but you do. So Roth conversions do count as income in the year that you make the conversion, which could affect your health care. So what does that mean? So your Medicare Part B premium. So they base that off of what you claim for income two years previously. So let's say you do a Roth conversion in the year 2020, and it sets you over that threshold for your income limits within your Medicare Part B premium. 2022, you could be looking at not a 144 dollar premium anymore, that could go up to the next income level. So it's just something to be cognizant of when you look at these different strategies and how they can affect every part, every component of the plan. Well, that just speaks to the fact that the plan can't be a year by year. Let's just look at 2020 and make decisions. It's a 25 or 30 year plan, Lauren. So you can still do Roth conversions, but you want to time them out with when with your Medicare elections. Well, that's exactly right. And we have to look forward, right? We can't just be focused on the the tax bill that you're going to pay this year. So the analysis needs to involve a forward looking projection of how is it going to impact any potential healthcare premiums that you might pay, Medicare Part B premiums that you may pay, and how's it going to impact anything else that is going to come into your retirement situation or retirement environment down the road. Anna-Marie, there's also something else you want to make sure people understand if they're thinking about retiring before age 65. Yes. So before age 65, you're not Medicare eligible yet. Uh, But let's say even COBRA. So COBRA is a great option if you're 63 and a half, 18 months, it can carry you through to Medicare eligibility. Well, let's say you retire at, let's say, 61 or 60. Your COBRA then runs for 18 months. You run out. You need marketplace, open market, ACA, otherwise known as Obamacare. You need healthcare coverage. And you're retired, so maybe your income's a little different to where you qualify for a subsidy, which means that you're basically, there's pretty much no premium or some of it's being subsidized to where you have a smaller premium payment. And you do a Roth conversion within that year. You may no longer qualify for the subsidy. I just had this happen not too long ago. Family of ours, uh, she qualified for the subsidy. She wasn't having to pay for her health care, but she chose to do a Roth conversion, which no longer qualified for her health care. So she had to pay $800 a month for her health care. But we illustrated for her that in the long run, the Roth conversion was definitely the right choice. That's definitely the way to go. But it's just important to illustrate both sides of the plan, show them the benefits of the long-term Roth conversion. They might have to pay a little bit more now for their health care up until age 65, but definitely showing that illustration, you know, this versus that. So Lauren, paying, again, $800 a month in health care, which no one wants to do, but if you can see a, how it benefits you down the road... Sometimes you can still make the case, just like paying taxes in a given year can benefit you down the road. Yeah, the important point on on the Roth conversion analysis is is you can't leave out the impact that it's going to have on your Medicare premiums. You can't leave out the impact that it's going to have on your health care premiums in that analysis. Where a lot of people go sideways is they completely forget or don't know about those other impacts. And that's why the comprehensive look at at your entire retirement plan of the decisions that you make, whether it's 
uh, using a combination strategy with Social Security or whether it's doing Roth conversions or whether it's taking income now, taking income later, all of that will impact what it is that you're trying to do with something else. As a part of this Roth conversion analysis, let's take the Medicare Part B impact first. If, if you look at doing a conversion and that conversion is going to be $50,000 and then you look at the long-term positive savings from a tax perspective and that tax savings over the course of your retirement is going to equate to something and of course you want to do you when you're doing these assumptions you want to be conservative but if it's going to equate to something in the realm of $20,000 of savings from a tax standpoint, and then you compare the increase of your Part B premium. So if you if you didn't do the Roth, Roth conversion, you were going to pay $144 a month. If you did the Roth conversion, yeah, it was going to get you up to past the the threshold where it's going to increase your Medicare Part B premiums, but that Medicare Part B, Part B premium is going to increase to $203 a month. So roughly about a $600 increase over the course of that year so you take that $600 and maybe you're married, so now it's $1,200, right? So it, it, it impacts both of you. And you pay that for two years, so now it's not $1,200, now it's $2,400, right? You look at that true cost associated with it, and then you compare it versus the true benefit that you're going to receive from the Roth conversion, and now it's, now it's an easy comparison. And now you can say, yes, now it makes sense. I'm going to pay the higher Part B premiums. I'm going to pay the taxes on this conversion because I know it's going to gain me X down the road. Or... You look at that comparison and it's not going to be worth it for you because you're not going to realize the tax savings that's necessary to go through this extra cost in the short term. Same thing with the healthcare premiums. You know, if you're if you are eligible for the Affordable Care Act subsidy, how much more is it going to cost you if you do the Roth conversion versus if you don't do the Roth conversion? And then it becomes very clear on making these decisions. And this is why we talk about the necessity of having specialties in these different areas, right? Having a working knowledge of Medicare having a working knowledge of healthcare, but having a specialist to work side by side to make sure all of this stuff really works hand in hand is absolutely necessary. And for some families, there's a benefit between Roth conversions and long-term care. Long-term care is such a big expense. I mean, we have family members right now paying anywhere between $3,300 a month upwards to $10,000 a month. And one of the biggest wealth eroding factors of retirement, of people's retirement, is taxes. So when you do these Roth conversions to really have the the powerful impact of the tax-free compounding, most people are going to want to save the Roth money for a later time in their retirement, which is also the time frame where they're most susceptible to long-term care in their late 70s, early 80s. But if you take that money out of the Roth, when you take that money out of the Roth, it comes to you tax-free. So you don't have to worry about that, that wealth eroding factor of taxation. So you have all of that Roth distribution as spendable income, which can be then applied to your lifestyle as well as to, to the added long-term care costs also. So it can, it can just, it, it makes your money go further because you get to spend all of it. And there's a little bit more, Lauren, to talk about when it comes to the Roth conversion and legacy planning and some powerful strategies. It certainly can be. What the Roth IRA does from a legacy planning standpoint is it gives you options. It gives you options. There's a lot of times we have legacy conversations with our families and they are concerned about one or multiple of their kids as far as their spending habits, their sp spending behavior. So they feel they were, well, they've worked really hard for this money 
And whatever money is left over when they're gone, they want it, of course, to go in the most efficient way to their kids, but they also don't want to see their kids just up and spend this money on private jets and limousines, right? They want them to spend it on their retirement, their lifestyle, maybe their grandkids, that kind of stuff. So one of the things they can do is they can, they can use a trust and put restrictions on the trust that they can't take the money out until that 10-year time frame. So now with the SECURE Act, they the money is mandated to be out of the IRA within a 10-year period of time. Why they wouldn't want to do that with their pre-tax IRA is because if they put restrictions on it, then the kids won't be able to take it out until that 10th year. They have to take it out all in one year, which makes that entire IRA taxable in one year. So from a tax perspective, that could be an absolute tragedy. Whereas the Roth IRA, they can put restrictions on it so they can't take it out for that until that 10, 10th year, which basically they're mandating that the power of that tax-free compounding is in place with the Roth, but then the kids are still able to stretch out the distributions on the pre-tax, which stretches out, stretches out and hopefully minimizes the amount of tax they're going to pay on the pre-tax money. So this is a good start to the conversation about the power of the Roth conversion and the tax benefits, but there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to meeting your retirement vision. And Lauren, there is a good resource for people where they can get more information. All they have to do is go to MerkelPlan.com. That's M-E-R-K-L-E-P-L-A-N.com. And we have a library of resources on that website. Uh, We have online workshops that cover this topic. Uh, We have online workshops that cover the comprehensive planning, whether you're in the pre-retirement phase or you're already been retired and you're looking to boost your retirement income and the resources that you saved. So there's a whole host of of resources that's on our online library at MerkelPlan.com. And those resources are complimentary. And so is this podcast. It's Retiring Today, and we thank you for listening. Merkle Retirement Planning is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investments and insurance products to custom suit their goals and objectives. Any information discussed in these shows is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment, tax, or legal advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Elite Retirement Planning, LLC. Insurance services are offered through MRP Insurance, LLC. So this is this is the setting, okay. right? If we're going to have a little banter, this is the setting. The TV show is not the setting. Right. But if you want to go at it a little bit, this is... <laughs> this is the place. It's about to get aggressive. <laughs> Four men enter. All right. Okay. I'll Two let you guys. men enter. <laughs> One of you leaves. <laughs> With, without a job. With a scab. <laughs> without a job. <laughs> I don't like your odds in this one, Henry. I'm sorry. I hate to...